This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Sex in the City It's, and welcome to Cosmos and the City, a Sex in the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host and slash mixologist. I'm so excited about this episode. This is the second episode. This week, our guest is my friend Natasha Dye, and she is amazing. And this episode is all about how women should empower women and how men talk to women. And it's just, and it's also the perfect episode to have this week, just having the Women's March on Sunday. Um, So I'm so excited about it. And Natasha runs the website ysbnow.com and stands for You're So Beautiful Now. And it's geared towards teenagers. And well, you know what? You'll hear it on the podcast. So yeah, second episode of Sex in the City entitled Models Immortals. If you enjoy the show, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City. And if you have any thoughts, opinions, etc., you can email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. So be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, This show is brought to you by Boardwalk Audio, and they've got a lot of awesome podcasts, so head over to boardwalkaudio.com to check them out. And if you like the show and want to support it, the best way to do so is by shopping. So it sounds like we're about to sell you something or you have to buy something, but no, you just go to boardwalkaudio.com slash cosmos, click the support our artist button, and shop on Amazon like you normally would. Like I'm not really exactly sure how it works, but you just click that link and just buy stuff that you would already buy, and you're supporting us, and that's pretty cool. So uh, listen to the episode with Natasha Dye. It's amazing, and uh, yeah, hope you enjoy the show. Well, welcome to another episode of Cosmos and the City, and today we have Natasha Dye. Hi. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Cheers. Cheers. Yum. You make a very good Cosmo. Oh, thank you. I think you've had a lot of practice. (laughs) That's important. It is. So the second episode of Sex in the City is Models and Mortals. And I thought that Natasha would be perfect for this because you've um, probably interviewed a lot of models and celebrities and people like that. So um, tell me, what do you do? So I started in teen magazines, and I used to be an editor at Popstar Magazine, which is one of the magazines with all the faces on the covers, you know, with the, like, collage of teen stars. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, and... uh, then after doing that for a few years, kind of realized that much like this episode of <laughs> Sex in the City, uh, the way women see themselves, but specifically for me, teen girls see themselves, mm-hmm. is obviously a little um, with social media has been kind of uh, on the bummer side, yes, I'd say. Definitely. So yeah, I, uh, we created YSB Now, which stands for You're So Beautiful Now.com. It's a website for teen girls to kind of get empowering messages, inspiring messages from their favorite teen stars. And we talk a lot about inner beauty and outer beauty and self-love and that kind of thing. Very cool. All right. Well, let's see. So let's talk about what happens in this episode. Let's go through each girl's journey. Let's do it. So the episode starts with Miranda going to dinner. 
yes. with Nick at this like weird dinner party, by the way, where I'm like, how do they all know each other? They don't even seem like they're friends. Yeah, I know. Like, why do the women care? Couldn't they just talk around the models? But whatever. Yeah. So she's at this dinner party, and I guess the the friends of her date are like, oh, you bring home models and they're stupid, which is right. also so mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't have to look like a model, but not all models are stupid. No. But, um, but apparently they are in this episode. Apparently so. <laughs> and the stereotype. When they're going around and they're, what's the question again that they're saying? They're like, oh, which movie star would you have sex with when they were young? Yes. But why don't they just change their answers if they're so bored? Like, they show, like, this montage of them going around the table and all the women are like, oh, Bing Crosby already said that. But, like, can you just have fun with it? I did not like the people at the dinner party. (laughs) Obviously not. Well, they probably just had the same answers, you know, because of the show. And they were like, okay, guys, we got to shoot this scene in an hour. So just keep it the same. True. Make it seem like time's passing. But, yeah, I don't understand why... Those people were friends. I didn't either. It seemed like the most boring dinner party. Miranda dodged a bullet there. Yes, she did. And also, Nick wasn't even attractive. No, he wasn't. Because later in it, they're like, oh, they have that um, thing that they did in the first season where they interview the street people, which they later abandoned. Well, that still happens a little bit into the second season. Oh, does it? It does. (gasps) I was talking about that the other day. I didn't realize. (laughs) Yeah. You know your stuff. (laughs) Yes. And he's like talking about how he loves models. And I was just like, but what models love you, you know? (laughs) Right. Which is why he has a different one. Every time. Each dinner party. You're right. They're expecting more from the dinner party, I guess. (laughs) I guess. Well, that begs the question, who would you have sex with? (laughs) I literally wrote that down, too, as I was watching. I was like, I have to ask. So um, I didn't have an answer. I don't know. I don't know. Well, does it count if they're dead? I forgot. Because it would be James Dean. James Dean. Does okay. that count? Is that the I, correct? I think so. I think they were like, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. one of the girls was like, yeah. well, this answer. One of the girls was like, Charlie Sheen, and they were like, nah, he doesn't count. I don't know. I guess, does he not count? I guess. He's old now, right? I guess I, they meant older movie stars. Right. So that's why mine would be James Dean. I mean, I guess if I said Keanu Reeves, that wouldn't <laughs> count. I don't know. He's- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow it. I'm going to allow it. Okay, great. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Keanu Reeves and James Dean. Yeah. Good answers. That, they sound like they would be friends. They would be friends. If they were both around the same age. I know. Well, because of us. Yeah. <laughs> and if we were their age, we'd be dating them and it would all just work out. Exactly. Okay. So Miranda goes to dinner, <laughs> goes to this dinner with Nick mm-hmm. and she finds out that he's a modelizer. Mm-hmm. And she she just doesn't know really how to feel about that. She can't believe it. I think it's kind of a compliment in one way because, you know, he does think she looks like a, like his, like, gross idea of a model. Right. But at the same time, it's just, like, gross because then at the end when he's leaving her, he's like, okay, well, you had fun. It was like he wants nothing to do with her. Like, he literally just brought her to get his friends off of his back. He didn't have any interest in actually dating her. Right, and that's horrible. Gross. Also the word modelizer. I'd never heard it before. Uh, maybe they coined it. Yeah, I don't know. they did. They probably did. <laughs> um, but they do talk about how modelizers are very different from womanizers. Mm-hmm. Because womanizers go after any woman yes. in a skirt, yes. is the way Carrie put it. Um, but modelizers only date models. And then Miranda, the only other little scene Miranda's in is when she runs into Skipper. I love Skipper. I know, Skipper. I think my uh, only note here was 
Skipper, I love Skipper in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I just, Skipper is so smooth. All he, all he had to say was, I think you're luminous. <gasps> yes. I made <laughs> my boyfriend watch this episode with me, and I turned to him, and I said, do you think I'm luminous? And he said, I don't know what that means. But, <laughs> yeah, that was so nice. I'd never heard that used before. I mean, I would think that it means that she just lights up his world. I know. You know? That's such a Skipper thing to say. I know, but it's so, but it gets her. Totally. She's like... I'll buy your Captain Crunch or I got cereal yes. at home. That's what she said. Yeah. She's like, leave the Captain Crunch. I like also that she has cereal just ready to go for any guy who wants cereal at her home. But it's probably like basic four. She would have Raisin Bran. Or Raisin Bran, yeah. yeah. Wait, what's basic four? Oh, I don't even think it exists anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like basic four. It had like four basic ingredients. So oh, it was that like, makes sense. Like Bran... It probably had Granola. raisins in it. Yeah, like nuts and then like something else. Miranda's definitely a basic four kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So I feel like every episode there's the scene where all four girls mm-hmm. are talking with each other about whatever really the theme of the episode is. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, all four girls are in Carrie's apartment eating Chinese food. Which looked drinking. like so much fun. It did. It did. And they're just talking about what they don't like about their bodies. That scene was so depressing. <laughs> right? Especially because then they got mad at Samantha when she didn't have something to be upset about with, herself yeah. with. She, she was just like, I like myself. And they were like, how do you like yourself? And then Carrie pulls out a magazine and she's like, are we intimidated by this girl? And they all were. Like, that's so sad. Except Samantha. Yeah, totally. She was like, I have that dress. Yes. I love that. She's like, I probably look better in it. A hundred percent. But that's the thing is like, maybe she wouldn't look better in it because she would also look beautiful, as beautiful as the woman on the cover. That's true. But they would all look beautiful in it. I mean, yeah, that's like something that I try to tell girls all the time is like, just because that girl looks great in that dress doesn't mean you're going to look any better or any worse in it. Like, it's just different. It's just different. It's apples to oranges. Absolutely. And I think... even the outfit itself, it doesn't even matter what it is mm-hmm. unless you feel good in it. Totally. And also yeah. there are things, it was like, um, there's a similar scene in Mean Girls where she's literally like, my cuticles are too long or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Do you think anyone else notices that? And then Charlotte has this weird obsession with her thighs. I just wrote down Charlotte's weird thighs obsession because she was like, every time I, I just always think about my thighs. And I was like, your, your thighs look like normal Normal guys, like nothing different about them. Uh, but yeah, they're all and they're all such beautiful women too that it's hard to watch something like that where you're just like, what? Why don't you just see? It's a cup cup half full, cup half empty thing for me. Where it's like, why don't you just say, oh, I love my hair, or I love this about myself, you know? Instead of like nitpicking at little things that you don't like. Right, and I I think that's kind of the whole theme of this episode mm-hmm. is just how women see themselves. I think it is because, well, also because at the end, you know, no, well, spoilers. I hope you've already watched the episode, (laughs) but you realize that like the reason that these women maybe don't like themselves isn't only for men, but a large portion of it is like, oh, I don't think men will be attracted to me because of this. But like at the end, big is like, you just want one that'll make you laugh, you know? So I mean, what you're afraid of or what you don't like about yourself really doesn't even matter. And you should always feel beautiful. That's right. But, well, we'll we'll get to we'll get big. Back. We'll get to big. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll get back to big eventually. Um so Charlotte um Charlotte wasn't really in this episode. So sad. Love her. She literally like her 
that one scene where she just talks about my thighs, thighs, thighs. Yes. That was it. I know. It was sad. I mean, well, yeah, I guess she didn't really have anything else to do. No, that was it. That was really the only scene she was in. Well, uh, what's, what's the actress's name? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why is it this rolling off my tongue right now? Um, Kristen Davis. Kristen Davis. Kristen Davis had a nice long break that maybe she had to go on vacation that week or something. She could only film one scene. Yeah, maybe. So, so let's talk about Carrie. Let's talk about Carrie. So what did Carrie do this episode? She did a lot of things. She did a lot of things, including hanging out with a man who should be in jail. Barkley. Yes. What? I Okay, I've watched this episode multiple times, but it wasn't until I really like sat down that I was like, what? How, if that episode came out today, there would be an uproar. Absolutely, which is why Sex in the City is still relevant today. It is. So for those of you who maybe haven't seen this or don't remember, so in this episode, Carrie goes to her friend Barkley's house. Also, I don't know where Carrie meets all of these friends right? throughout the series. And why is she friends with it? Like, what did they bond over? No idea. <laughs> because because obviously they, they have never had sex. No. Yeah, they're just friends. They're, they're platonic friends. Just friends. So I, I have no idea. Maybe friends from college. <laughs> Maybe. Be. <laughs> because she went to college somewhere yes. that we just never... We don't really know about that, do we? Nope. Oh, well... If only they had another season of The Carrie Diaries. I know. <laughs> I loved The Carrie Diaries. Me too. Oh, my God. I loved it so much. I was so sad to see that go. Everyone <laughs> in that cast was amazing. Oh, um, Sophia. Anna Sophia Robb. Anna Sophia Robb. Yep. Oh, we man. remember her name. I lo- yes, we remember her name. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that show. Well, maybe there will be a reunion and they'll tell us where Carrie went to college. Maybe. But, yeah, so Carrie and Barkley. Gary and Barkley. So so Barkley, he's a modelizer too. Well, he's a painter. Right. Oh, yeah. His paintings right. are terrible. He <laughs> literally was just pouring paint onto the canvas and then tilting it so it fell. It, <laughs> and like bright colors. Yeah. It was like kindergarten painting. It was 100% kindergarten painting because that's just the way he like, oh, and she mentions in the episode, she's like, he lives a very lavish lifestyle despite never having sold a painting. He yeah. never, well, obviously, who good. would buy that? They're not good. They <laughs> no. are not good. But yeah, and then he he paints his little paintings and then he just has sex with models and films it. Yeah. It's disgusting. And they don't know. That's a thing. Like, right. so you guys know, they don't know that they're being filmed, which is not only Gross and disgusting, but extremely illegal. Totally. <laughs> Why? Well, I'd like to think he wasn't on the rest of the series. Well, I don't know if he was. I can't remember. But he was it's not. because he was in jail. <laughs> yes. That's my theory. No, he was just in that one episode. <laughs> they had a bad review of him after that. Like, people were like, uh. Uh, guys. Um, the thing <laughs> is, uh, that's what's crazy about the episode is that she's just like, Carrie is just like, oh, do they know about this? Yeah. He's like, no, I don't. Uh, not all. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, but- maybe. And then she's just like, oh, I need a cigarette. It's like, uh, you need to call the police. <laughs> yeah. So basically what happens a lot in this episode, and we'll get to more examples, is casual sexism. Mm-hmm. Casual mm-hmm. sexism. Because he talks about models mm-hmm. and how they're things. Yes, he does do that. And I'm like, oh, uh, hello. Um, they're human beings. Mm-hmm. They're called women. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not beautiful things. Doesn't she address that he calls them things or something? And he he was like, well, they're harder to, or they're like dogs too, he says, because they're mm. like, once you go up to the hottest one, then they all come to you. And it was just like this weird algorithm for getting models that was disgusting. Yes. But she just like. Also, how old is he? He looked like 
26? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, which is also weird, too, because Skipper is also really young, too. So why is she just, like, platonically? I don't know. Like, oh, my God. We don't know where Skipper came from. No. Like, why they're friends. We don't know either. We Exactly. We don't know where any of these friends that we meet during this first season, no idea where they come from. And who is writing characters like that? Like, I, I should know who wrote it, but who was, like, Barkley? Painter? Disgusting pig. Like, <laughs> what was going on there? Well, you know, I actually did not read the book. Um, I didn't either. I tried to get through the first couple of pages, um, and I know in the pilot they did draw from some of those characters. Um, so maybe some of these characters are in the book. That's possible. Barkley seemed like a guy who walked out of Gossip Girl and got lost in Sex and the City. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Which apparently that actor, um, I should know his name, but... Mm, I don't uh, either. <laughs> you really shouldn't, though. He's only on one episode, I think. He's only on one episode, but he apparently is on a, another show right now happening called Suits. Oh, I've heard good things. Yeah. So maybe... Um, maybe he's not playing a disgusting <laughs> pig on there? Yes. I have hope for the actor. He was just told what oh, to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. Was, um, he was cute. Just, you know, a dick. Sometimes I wonder, though, like how you're filming a show and there's people all over watching this being filmed. There's obviously Sarah Jessica Parker in the scene. There's this actor. There's a director. And not one of them is like, mm, maybe not. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I think that speaks to the times, you totally. know, it oh, was totally. the late nineties, early two thousands. And also models and New York city were like very cool, very hip. Everyone mm-hmm. was size double zero. Cause that was the cool thing. Cigarettes were in. So maybe, um, taping sex with models was in too. Yeah. It just kind of, you know, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. New York city, anything goes. Exactly. You know? I'm glad we've tamed down New York city a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since then. Mm. Okay. So that's Barkley. And then she ends up going to the fashion show with Stanford. Stanford, who is just the greatest person ever. I think I wrote Stanford is Bay. I did write Stanford is Bay yes. when I was watching this episode. I, I love, love Stanford. Him. I actually saw the actor um, at the Arclight <gasps> in Hollywood. He's incredible. He's a, I think he's the only one, the only actor from Sex and the City I've seen in person. Except for, I did see Sarah Jessica Parker Reese. <gasps> recently, but I, I don't want to date this episode. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But oh my God. I, yes. Oh, she was beautiful. I was just going to ask what she, she looked like She was beautiful. I saw her talking to people. She, she was so nice. Does she have a carry charisma in person? Like just like the way she carries herself. Is it like, does she carry Carrie with you her? You know what? I don't think so. Because Carrie know, seems very flouncy. Just like, Carrie's kind of a jerk sometimes. <laughs> I mean, kind of a jerk. like I love Carrie, but I kind of hate Carrie. But I don't hate just Sarah Jessica Parker. Like I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. I think she is really her own person. Hundred percent. Yeah, that makes sense. But she was just she was luminous. <gasps> Such a good callback. <laughs> she was. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um. So yeah, Stanford. Jumping from the pilot to the second episode of Sex and mm-hmm. the City, he gets those glasses. Wait, refresh me in the pilot. What so in the pilot, he just, he did those like his character glasses, mm-hmm. those round, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of make yes. him Stanford. He doesn't have those in the pilot. Oh. Yeah, those are like an added thing for his character. Wow. Yeah, in the second episode. So it's kind of nice to see that. And, yeah. and those pretty much, those stay throughout the whole thing, um, the whole uh, season mm-hmm. uh, or series, mm-hmm. series. Yeah, so Stanford, <laughs> he's an agent. Mm-hmm. And he has one uh, model that he represents, and we meet him, and that's Derek. Oh, he's such a sweetie pie. 
Well, he's also like the most boring man on the planet. There's truly nothing going on up there, but he's really nice. (laughs) Yes, he's really nice. Though the thing is, Carrie talks about him like he's just the most like gorgeous thing on the planet. I'm like, I mean, Mm. he's... Attractive, he's but fine. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, he was not wearing a shirt. That was cool. Yeah, he's attractive, but but he had no personality. Yeah, and I think that kind of shows like if he did have personality, I think he would have been like the cutest person on this episode. I agree. Yeah, they really made him very bland. Like, what did he say the whole time? He was just like, "This is my outfit," and then he was like, "Hello." <laughs> like, he really had no lines. Right. Kinda sad. And then Carrie ends up taking him back. Well, he asks to go. She didn't take him. He's like, can I just go home with you? Yeah. But like in a nice way, not in a like, let me go home with you way. Yeah. He's like, I just really need some quiet. Yeah. (laughs) And then he talks about how he's lonely in New York. But I mean, I I guess I get that. But I feel like we're his model friends. He thinks they're stupid. That's, That's what true. he says. He's like, I think models are stupid. Oh my God, you're so right. I forgot about that. <laughs> he does say that, which is hilarious because, first of all, models aren't stupid, like we said before. Right. But also, <laughs> also, like, what did you say this episode that was so intelligent? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, it's a lot of judgments going on among these characters. There are. And, uh, but again, she. Carrie just kind of still sees him as this, like, this beautiful model mm-hmm. decided to go home with me, and I'm just so ugly and blah. I know. I can't believe he picked me. You know? I, know. I know. That's what's crazy. And then yeah. she's like, shouldn't you be spending the night with some model? Like, as if models only go home and, like, have <laughs> sex with each other? Like, <laughs> or, what? Well, can I mean, he go home by himself? Can right. he hang out with you? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Also, okay, wait. You mentioned they all go to this, um fashion show mm-hmm. and well Samantha's there too and right so Samantha literally there's one line where she goes you can see all the flaws from this angle which just goes back to like the theme of this episode where like women just I mean obviously Samantha had the best idea of herself and like the best self-esteem in the episode which is great and everyone should strive for but then like you shouldn't be super confident you should be super confident but not if it's like also tearing people down where like you're gonna go to a model or a runway show and like try to sit close so you can see all their flaws like that's so sad and mean yeah because there are I mean we need like a healthy middle between the other girls who don't like things about themselves and Samantha because Samantha seems like the extreme of like I'm the best and I want to see bad things in other women right which which is why I don't think the women are completely innocent in this episode. It's like we see casual sexism, but not only men against women, but women against women. Yeah, and kind of, I mean, what you said about Carrie against the model, where she was just like, I'm going to take this model home, like as if he wasn't even a person. She's like, it's for research. She was a thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Even though she kind of acted like she had a problem with it earlier, but now she's doing the same thing. Yeah, 100%. But I did love her in the um, scene where she goes to the after party and she's eating all the snacks. <laughs> yes. That because was... at the after party, we see Big. Ooh. Big shows up. God, I love him so much. I really do. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, first of all, he's so charming and like classy and he's always wearing a suit. By the way, we never see Big in anything other than an amazing outfit. Well, that's actually not true. Ooh, okay, when do we... <laughs> please, please. Um, it's not until the oh, 
fourth season. Okay. Yeah. When some other some fourth other stuff season, goes down. Yeah, it's when um he we'll go ahead and say it. Um he shows up at the cabin. <gasps> You're right. With Aiden. Yeah. Aiden's cabin. Oh my god, Aiden. And he has like a white t shirt on and You're right. pants and, and okay. they get all muddy and have their fight. That's so true. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you're familiar with Sex and the City. Um, But, yeah. And no clothes. Does that count? Yeah. (laughs) We see that. That's true. That's true. But he was in his signature suit and he looked so good. And, well, he was dating a model at that point. What do you think his big story before that, though? Yeah. Because we've seen him with models on a few episodes of this show. And,. Do you think he counts as a modelizer? Well, that's the thing. It's like in the pilot episode, he's like, you know, tries to be like, oh, I get it. You've never been in love. You know, and it, like he's all about like, oh, I, you know, I don't sleep around a lot, mm-hmm. you know. But then all of a sudden in this episode, the very next episode, he's like, well, if you go home with a model at I guess they're very lucky. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I think that's part of them trying to make big, like, mysterious and sexy. But, yeah, I don't get that. Well, the um, the casual sexism that... Oh, sexism. Too many, <laughs> too many Cosmos. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Never enough Cosmos when you're talking about sex in the city. That's true. Um, is when uh, he calls Carrie's column... Calls Carrie's column. <laughs> you did that flawlessly. Cute. Yes. Oh my god. But she does a great job at being like, so my cute stories, where do I write them? Yeah. Is incredible. Yeah, cute. yeah totally. Yeah. It's like, ooh. It's gross. It's so gross. I mean, I've experienced that too, where people are like, what a cute little thing that you're doing. And like, it's not cute or little. You know what? I mean, it can be cute because only if I call it cute, though, you don't get to call it cute. Right. And you don't get to call it little. And you're also not 12 years old. Exactly. I feel like sometimes when men refer to things that women are doing or sometimes wearing as cute, it is a little condescending. Totally. Especially in that big and carry situation. So condescending. Yeah. Yes. Wait, also I had one more note about the fashion (laughs) show. How did Barkley get in? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I don't understand too. Because he like creeps in behind them like, yes. hey, Carrie. <laughs> yeah. You can't see my movements, but uh, I just did <laughs> Barkley's movement, which is like a weird creep in behind it's a, Samantha. It's a creep with his hands up. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah, it felt like they were all part of this weird summer camp to me. Like they all knew each other and they're like, are you going to the party after? Like how did you get in? You sell, you don't even sell paintings. You make weird paintings. So how is he getting to all these models? He just... Um, he's just really attractive. I guess he looks like he would, he looks like the guy in that movie, The 13th Year on Disney Channel. Oh, maybe I'm, I'm making myself seem a little young. Um, No, that's fine. He, he looks like somebody on a Disney Channel original movie. Yes. So I don't know that I would even like, if I was the bouncer at a models only party, I wouldn't be like, yeah, you, you're going to have sex with some models. Get in there, fella. (laughs) You know, like how is he getting into all these places? And why is he in the second row of this fashion show i don't know it's very confusing he must have an important dad that's what i'm seeing from all of his money and access to fashion shows that screams important dad to me (laughs) yes also i don't know if this is backtracking too much but i just remembered the scene when um they're all sitting around talking and eating chinese food all four women miranda says she wants to tie down a model and feed her lard (laughs) which 
deeply troubled me. Um, can you imagine being so insecure? Also, Miranda, who's a very thin woman, like, why do you want to tie down this woman who looks pretty much exactly like you and feed her lard? Like, that's extremely dark. Yeah, no, I I think that just goes back to the whole, like, women being sexist towards women. Totally. I mean, yeah, you're right. We are seeing a lot of men, obviously being a modelizer in general is extremely problematic, but a woman, first of all, shaming another woman kind of for being a model and like pursuing this career path and then being like, I want to take, not only take that away from her, but like ruin her body and then like, like embarrass her by like tying her down and feeding her lard. That was just like an extremely jarring line to hear out of Marita, who by the way is like a lawyer and a mom, well, not a mom at this point, but a lawyer and seems like a really nice lady, but apparently not. Right. Well, it's just, I mean, I think that's the whole writing of this episode Mm -hmm. is it's just women against women. And, uh, oh, also the title of the episode being Models and Mortals, like as if the models are goddesses and like better than just regular people. I mean, that's also a really like dangerous point of view where you're putting models on this pedestal that they're better than you, which we've, we've seen the whole episode, but just like the difference between the word models and the word mortals, obviously mortals just being like regular humans and models being greater than that is like so dangerous of a mindset, but also then leads to things like saying that you want to tie someone down and feed them lard, which is (laughs) extremely dark. Right. Well, even the, cause they're still doing the talk to camera thing Mm -hmm. and the interviews. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the episode itself, we talk to, we see two models being asked questions and mm. and one and they're making the models dumb. Yeah, the one who's like I'm actually very literary. Yeah, I read a magazine from <laughs> cover to cover. Yeah, it's not just the women who are doing it, it's the show the itself. The show exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who's writing this? There lies the problem. <laughs> no, it's so true. I mean, it's crazy how in certain ways Sex in the City, you know, obviously to have a show that's completely driven by females is so awesome, but then you see steps back when it's stuff like that. Right. And that also kind of brings up the point of like comedy versus progression, I guess. But so it is like, yeah, okay, models are dumb. That's like a obviously like a cliche funny thing. Mm-hmm. But that still like there's a lot of there's a lot of problems in this <laughs> in general. Right. And and that's why I mean, let's go ahead and and talk about she when Carrie sees Big at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. you know, this whole episode has been about how models are better, you know, they get all that, the hot guys yeah. and they get all the guys, that, even the ugly guys they get. <laughs> even the Knicks. Yes, even the Knicks of the world. Um, but then Big come, like swoops into the coffee shop mm-hmm. and, and he says... Uh, Oh, I think, I don't know the exact line, but I think he says something like, there are millions of gorgeous women in New York, um, and, like, you're very lucky to get to sleep with one of them, but at the end of the day, you just want one you can laugh, or the one that makes you laugh. The one that makes you laugh. He's obviously talking about Carrie. Right. But then she's like, oh, I guess Big's not that bad of a guy. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, he was kind of a jerk earlier, but now. Yeah, and also that he's, like, brilliant enough to make that realization. Like, wow, congratulations. (laughs) And that's the problem with the show, though, is 
the guy had to give her mm-hmm. the validation. Yeah. She I couldn't mean, do it for herself. None of the women on the show could do it for themselves. It's except so maybe Samantha. But even she was also tearing down women at the fashion show. A hundred percent. So I, I think Samantha gets it not just from men. I mean, maybe not even from men because we really don't see her in many relationships. If we do, it's kind of like a fluke. But um, when we when we see Samantha being like proud of herself, it is because she is tearing down another woman or she's the hottest, you know? I think she's mm-hmm. constantly in a competition with other women. So the Samantha character, like Samantha Jones as a, a character is progressive in terms of like self-love and like confidence, which is awesome and I would love to be as confident as Samantha Jones in, like, everything I do. Right. Um, especially when she, like, walks into a restaurant. And she's like, do you know who I am? I'm like, Damn. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, That's no. <laughs> but it is kind of a sense where she's obviously very supportive of her friends, but other women she is not supportive of. No. And, like, there's really no reason for that, you know? Usually other women don't really affect her. And really, in general, other women don't really affect other women other than when they're tearing each other down, you know? Right. Like, they're not hurting you by being pretty, too. <laughs> but the thing I do like about Samantha is that she she has the same confidence, though, as, say, Nick. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other point of the episode that we uh, we didn't talk about is that she really wants to sleep with Barkley, which is gross, um, because he only sleeps with models. Yeah. Um, so I guess she wants to prove to herself that she's as hot as a model yeah. by sleeping with this guy, but she's not proving it to herself because she's like, oh, I look great today. She's like, this guy has to want to have sex with me, which is insane. I mean, congrats to her because she does get it, but it would be nice if she um, she didn't have to feel that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, ew, now she just, there's this like weird tape of her having sex with Barkley. Right. But hopefully the feds got it. <laughs> And Barkley's in jail. Burned it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And um, all his like TVs from the 1980s that were stacked up on top of right? each other. Oh this my god! Weird like thing he made. Have you ever? Do you watch Girls, the HBO show? Yes. Okay. So do you remember that episode where? Yeah. Yeah. Where Marnie goes in with um, who's that? That guy's name? Um, oh. whatever on the show. He he's an artist. That had to have been borrowed from that. I mean, it's HBO, HBO. Totally. It was the exact same setup um, where there's TV stacked on each other and then he locks Marnie into it. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, basically there's an episode of Girls where Marnie goes and she's she's on this like weird date hookup with this artist um, who is, by the way, one of the members of Lonely Island, right? That's where that guy comes from, I think. I think um, so. And he, he's like supposed to be this incredible artist and he brings her to her apartment to his apartment and the setup is that he has this like art thing and it's all these TVs that look exactly the same way that um they do Barclays's setup and he locks her in it. But yeah, it was that was It might have been the same writer. It it must have been. Like it must have been something where they were like, This is exactly what we're going for. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that really sparked for me. Because I mentioned this on the pilot episode, like sometimes throughout the whole series of Sex and the City, you'll see the same themes Mm -hmm, pop up, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. with different characters. And I can just kind of tell like, oh, this writer must have written this. Totally. Yeah. The same like type, like similar names. Mm -hmm. um, You really get a sense for that. places. Yeah. Yeah. So it might have been. Might have been. If you're out there, if you're listening, (laughs) let us know. (laughs) Yes. Let us know, please. Well, and then the model is depressed. The guy that she, the model that she brings home, Stanford's client, is like depressed and lonely. And he's like, I just get so sad. And so maybe 
also a moral of the story is that if you are someone that everyone wants to sleep with and you're super hot and you're a model, you're not always happy. It's true. It is true. <laughs> it is true. Oh, yeah, because I, I love that the model, Derek, he asks Carrie, which this is another, I think, casual sexism. Mm-hmm. He says, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Like, do you not see that you're in front of a woman? She is in a her woman. own New York City apartment. <laughs> yeah. She's a columnist, and she's not wearing a cheap dress, and she looks incredible. She's She also, like, you can tell she's a woman. Yes. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, and you know, and she kind of plays it off, like, but she does what we're all accustomed to doing, right? She kind of, like, shrugs it off. Yeah, she was you like, know? huh, I think this is it. Yeah. But also don't downplay it. You, I mean, what I would love to have seen is her be like, uh, don't you see where I am? Like, I live on, like, 73rd and Madison or whatever, wherever she lives. She's done it. Right. She's in it. But, yeah, she kind of, like, shrugged it off, like, oh, well, I guess this is it. And, again, that's I think that speaks to the time, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. Totally. But also, how old is he? And I feel like, sir, he's like, <laughs> I want to be a cop. And I was like, hmm. Get started. <laughs> I I think that he was probably supposed to be a lot younger than mm. that actor was. Mm-hmm. Like that actor was probably what twenty six or twenty seven, mm-hmm. but they probably wanted him to be like twenty one. Totally, totally. Well, it, it made me wonder too because he he was talking. He's like, I want to be a dad and have kids and move to the suburbs, <laughs> whatever, and be a cop. And I was like, so are you just like having fun in New York being a model. Yeah. Also, poor Stanford, because it's your only client, and your only client wants to become a cop. So you better make some money off of him now. And that's the only client I think we ever see of Stanford. I, I, <laughs> you know what? I think you're right. Isn't that sad? Yeah. But again, you know, that's another thing we'll talk about um, as this podcast progresses, how everybody has this, like, wonderful life. And this lavish life, mm-hmm. and and they don't really have like the jobs. The only one who they does need to do that. Well, um, Miranda does. Miranda she's a does. Lawyer. Yes, but yeah, that's really it. Also, Carrie writes one column a week. Wouldn't that be like two hundred and fifty dollars a month or whatever? Like a it week? would be today. It would be today, <laughs> and she lives in an incredible apartment. I know none of them. Well, I guess big. What does big do? Do we even find out? He works at... One time he has to go to Paris. That's all I know. He he's, I know that he says he works at a firm. Okay. He's not a lawyer, but he works... Yeah. It's, he works at a firm. Yeah. That's a firm. job. Or or she, she goes into... Carrie goes into his office one day and is like, um, I read one time that you uh, took a small amount of money and then made it into like a oh million gosh. dollar company or something like that. Like, how do you do that? Please tell me. I need to know. Iconic. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they do all have very luxurious lives, especially because they go out to eat every night. Carrie can't cook. Girl, that is costing <laughs> you so much money. Where yes. is she eating? Also, this is pre-Postmates and Grubhub. So, like, is she just... I mean, I know they eat Chinese takeout in this episode, but, like, is she going down the street? I mean, I would imagine that she would have to probably walk um, 10 miles to mm. her dinner to keep her figure mm. <laughs> the way it is. So true. And, well, also, she... Oh, I forgot the episode, but at one point, she's like, well, I wanted... I had to choose between Vogue and dinner. So, you know, sometimes she would choose Vogue. <laughs> 
That's true. So maybe sometimes she didn't even need her dinner. It just she fed just, her more. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. So let's talk about the hottie of the episode. Ooh. So we have a couple of contenders. We have Skipper. Mm-hmm. We have Barkley. Mm-hmm. We have Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't, I just threw Nick in there. Yeah. Why not? No, you got to. Um, Derek. Okay, yeah. The model. Mm-hmm. And Big. What about Stanford? <laughs> just kidding. No, no, no. I'm going to throw Stanford in there, too. Now. I'm writing it down, everybody. <laughs> by definition, hottie. Now, are we talking presence, personality, looks, you know, the whole package? I think it, yeah, I think it's uh, who, who did you like the most? Okay, well, obviously, Mr. Big. Like, Big is... <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that Big is constantly my hottie of every episode Mm. because I love him so much. But Until we get to the Aiden season. There's got to be some back and forth, right? I'm still full team Big. We'll talk about it in a year. Um, (laughs) But no, seriously, like I have a lot to say about Aiden versus Big and Aiden being problematic to me. But Mr. Big was definitely my hottie of the episode. But Derek was so sweet. Derek was sweet. You couldn't talk to him for more than like... 20 minutes. No. But Mr. Big, who's your hottie of the episode? You know, as much as I hate Barkley. Okay. He's the (laughs) hottest one. I mean, if he's the hottest one, he's the hottest one. You know, he's the hottest one. But I'm going to go, I'm going to go splitsies here. Okay. Skipper had the most heart. (gasps) How? (laughs) How did I not? Well, oh no. Because, oh no. Okay. I mean, he said that Miranda was luminous. I mean... You are so right, and I feel like I'm wrong now. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. If Skipper and Mr. Big were standing in front of me right now and I had to choose one, I straight up don't know because Skipper has done nothing but be extremely nice and amazing in every episode. Yes. But he's not Mr. Big. I don't know. It, well, right. here's the thing. Barkley is just really cute. I think I just like the I actor. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know enough. your name. <laughs> but she likes you so much. <laughs> Very cute. You want to come on the show? <laughs> he would be a great guest, honestly. I know. But we this is his episode. It's well, okay. No, it would be funnier if he <laughs> talked about like a different episode. You should which email one, him. Which one would it be? Um, I don't know. Any other one? <laughs> any other one? Um, yeah. I think the models come up. All the time mm-hmm. in this series. Anyway, I, I think Skipper is going to win it for me because out of this whole episode, he's the only one that wasn't sexist at all. Oh, my Woman gosh. or men. Man. <laughs> you know? Woman or man. <laughs> no, you're so right. Yeah. No, I mean, he just he's just a genuinely good guy. Mm-hmm. And the scene with him and Carrie where he's on the phone and he, or he's telling Carrie, he's like, I called Miranda. She didn't call me back. And then he's on the phone. He's like, hey, it's Skipper. I thought that message was so cute. And you could just see there's like a shot of Carrie being like, oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> if a boy left me that message, I would be like, I'll call you back in one second. Like that was so cute. You can just tell that he likes her. I think it's annoying when characters are portrayed as like, not good with girls or like dorky if they just are nice and like even if they're a little awkward I think it's right. nice and that's the quote unquote problem with Skipper is that he's too nice you know what yeah. is your other op- well I guess your other option is Barkley <laughs> <laughs> yeah very opposite um yeah 
two different sides of the spectrum. Definitely. But yeah, I think Skipper. It's the hottie of the episode. Skipper. Oh, I love him Skipper. so much. So we also have a pun of the episode. Ooh. Now, there weren't a lot of puns in this episode. Are there normally? Have I not noticed them? I'm so oblivious to puns. Oh, Please, okay. help me. Help me. <laughs> yeah, I think the puns, there's more of them as the series goes on. Okay. So next time you're re-watching. I'm going to notice them. Yeah, notice them. Normally they're from Carrie, but this episode mm-hmm. um, is actually from Samantha, and I really mm-hmm. like it. It's when she's asking Carrie if Barkley is straight or gay. <gasps> yes. <laughs> and she says, martini straight up or with a twist? <laughs> Oh my God, you're so right. I remember now. I, I just, I love it. It it's, took me a second to understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, when I first saw the series, I probably didn't even get it. Mm-hmm. I love going back and rewatching shows when I'm older and I understand. Oh yeah. And I'm like, whoa, that's what that means. <laughs> yeah, that's like every Disney show. Yes. <laughs> yes. That I've ever seen. Straight up or with a twist. I love it. Straight up or with a twist. Okay. Also... We are going to talk about who wore what, why. <gasps> Yay. <laughs> Did you notice any? Yes. Outfits wise, I can completely vision Carrie's uh, coat when yes. she's walking with Skipper. Exactly. I was thinking, I was like, oh, I'm so sad we live in LA and it's not cold here because I want a coat like that. Yes. The big fur, a uh, big brown fur mm-hmm. coat mm-hmm. that she wore, which I was wondering like today, would that be very controversial? Well, yeah, I mean, just like recently, Gucci just said that they're not doing fur. And my mom, who's really into fashion in general, was like, this is insane. I didn't really understand why it was insane. But she's like, this is insane that Gucci isn't doing fur anymore because I guess they're like known for it or something. I don't really know anything about fashion or Gucci, (laughs) but apparently it was insane. But I think you could do a similar coat without it with faux fur. And, uh, but yeah, I think that look would be controversial, but I still think a lot of women wear fur, right? That's like a thing. If Gucci just announced they're not doing it, I guess some people are still doing it. Well, see, I recently inherited a mink fur, Mm -hmm. a Miller and Rhodes vintage mink fur from my grandmother. Mm -hmm. And when it was given to me, I was like, I don't know, you know, it's Mm -hmm. fur. Uh But my aunt was like, but it's vintage, you know, it's. I'm for it. I have a couple, um, not inherited, but passed down items from my grandma that are fur. And you know what? It sucks, obviously, that an animal had to die. But at the same time, like... I mean, throwing it away, like, it's already... It's totally. The deed is done. This is probably horrible, like... (laughs) No, I I mean, I think this is a conversation a lot of people are having, and... It's just, it's beautiful. It's vintage. It's beautiful. It's vintage. And I think we still see it a lot today. I think it's definitely a controversial topic, but with something that's vintage and is an heirloom, yeah, I it mean, has her initials embroidered. What are you gonna throw in, it away? Inside? I know. I, 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 and I have a picture of her wearing it. Like it's not your fault that the animal died because of it, and it's something that meant just, a lot to your family. I, I think that anyone that tells you that it's bad for you to not throw away something that like meant a lot to someone in your family. Like what are you supposed to be like, grandma, this is bad. Like, no, that's no, no. just let it be is what I say to that. Let it be. But yeah, Carrie, uh, Carrie's big. She wears a lot of fur. She does. Mm -hmm. She does. And so does Samantha. Mm -hmm. I mean, nowadays there's a lot of great options that are faux fur. Yeah. So if you want to steal their style. (laughs) Yes. I, 
I support faux fur. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a different time. And you know what? What are we going to do about it? You know, there's a lot more things to be upset about than... I'm more upset about casual sexism. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. At this moment in time. I'm very upset about it. But yeah, that <laughs> outfit was great. You know what outfit I didn't like? And um, not even outfit, but makeup specifically is in the first scene when Miranda is at the dinner party. She mm. had like a kind of like goth thing going on. She had just like dark eyeshadow and like a dark turtleneck. Dark lipstick dark, too. Yes. It didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't, I mean, it, she looked she looked good, but not for like a dinner party with a first date. It just seemed a little too edgy for me. And I think that though is the late nineties. Totally. You know? Yeah. Like lip liner. Yeah. I'm coming at you with a twenty seventeen opinion. <laughs> I would not yeah. rock that to a first date dinner no. party. Also, that their first date was at a dinner party. I'm just now realizing what an interesting what if you were like, I'm gonna I guess they did do that. Or I guess you do that when you're like a little older, you like bring dates to dinner parties. Yeah, I mean, when you need a buffer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Or when you're not really that interested in the girl because she's not a model. Yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that look was not my fave from Miranda. Yeah, and I I, I think Miranda, Miranda's fashion throughout the series is is really interesting. I, I get definitely gets better towards the end. Mm-hmm, mm. They they stick the epi- her in some interesting <laughs> outfits. The episode where she can finally fit back into her skinny jeans <laughs> is truly something that I aspire to feel like when I'm that where I'm just like, I feel good and I'm putting on my jeans. Yeah, those skinny jeans. And, and she the, looked amazing in them. She did, but the reason that she can fit into the skinny jeans... What was it? I forgot. That she, she had a baby and was too busy oh, to yeah. eat <laughs> with her baby and her, you know, she's yeah. a lawyer in that her job. Not, not so good. No. But uh, <laughs> but she did look good. She did look good. But you should eat. Yeah. And she looked good before, too. I mean, this, this season or the episodes where they were like, Marina's gained weight. Oh, come on. She still looked incredible. Yeah. And anyone looks incredible even if they've gained some weight. Like, who cares? Who cares? Just as long as you're happy with you. Your thighs are fine, Charlotte. (laughs) Poor Charlotte. (laughs) Poor Charlotte. Remember the episode where Charlotte's like, I can't eat fruit because it has so many calories. I was like, uh, eat your fruit, Charlotte. (laughs) Well, that episode, that's the Natasha episode. (gasps) By the way... I would just like to say that that scarred me as a teenager when there's a scene in one episode where they're talking about Natasha and they're like, Natasha, what a bullshit name. And they're like, yeah, it sucks. And sometimes if that episode comes on, I, I fast forward for the scene because oh it's God. scarring. And like, I like my name. I've never had anyone like I'm very confident in my name. But to have one of my favorite TV shows be like, that's a bullshit name. And that's the only mention of my name. Oh, no good. But it's not you. It's, it's not just, me. It's. it's- and, and it's because they're jealous of her. So it is. It's fine. Absolutely is. See, again, they're tearing down women just because their names. What's wrong with the, my name? It's a beautiful name. <laughs> is this show even good? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it is. This whole podcast is. It's good. It's uh, it's good because it start, starts a conversation. Totally. That's why it's good. We're I know making it, it good. <laughs> yes, we're making it good. All right, so for the last segment, we have which character okay. do you identify the most with in this episode? Well, just this being an iconic show and me having a preset answer that I've always asked until I've been truly <laughs> on the spot on a Sex and the City podcast. Because if you were to meet me out and be like, are you a Carrie or a Samantha or a Charlotte or a Miranda? 
I would always tell you, I'm a Miranda wannabe Carrie. Mm. However, well, any character in this episode. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, you could still go with one of the four girls. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. Okay. Well, Charlotte's out because she's not really in it. Like, she just complains about her thighs. Um, what if unless, I was like, unless you identify with that. <laughs> I hate my I'm thighs. I'm Charlotte, and all I have to say is that I hate my thighs. Um, no, I would say, hmm, that's such a good question to relate it to just one episode. <laughs> what if I was like, I'm a Barkley? <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> like, let me call the cops yeah. right now. <laughs> Let me show you my camera roll. (laughs) Just kidding. I guess in this episode, I'm mostly a Carrie because I just like my job and what I'm interested in is constantly finding out, kind of asking the question, I guess. So the way that Carrie is like writing this for her column, um, obviously I wouldn't ask it with such a sexual, like, (laughs) why are guys into models kind of tone, but I would normally ask about this kind of topic to people in the industry or people not in the industry, whatever. So yeah, I guess I'm a Carrie because I'm always kind of looking for why people feel that way about themselves or why they why teenagers feel that way about themselves so on a different kind of scale but definitely the carry of the episode awesome very cool yeah wait what about you i would say i think i'm i identify with samantha this episode i really yes i really identify with her confidence not so much with her tearing down other women that's good to hear but just the fact that she knows what she wants Mm -hmm. And she'll get it. Yeah. You know, she's confident enough to think that she's good enough to get what she wants. We should all aspire to be Samantha's. And Carrie's. And Carrie's, yeah. To always ask questions. Yes. Yes. It's very important. That's so true. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. This was so (laughs) much fun. And I want to talk about every single episode of Sex and the City. But we'll definitely have you back on. (gasps) Thanks so much. I had so much fun. Uh, Bye. Bye. Guys, that's the show for today. Episode two with Natasha Dye. Thanks so much to her for coming out. Uh, you can check out her website, ysbnow.com. And also thanks to John Fredette for the wonderful music that plays at johnfredette.com. And thanks to Terrence Deutsch for being a wonderful producer and also Boardwalk Audio. Thanks, guys. Please email us at cosmosinthecity at gmail.com I'd love to hear some reviews on what you guys think about the show and um, possibly read them on the next podcast. So yeah, throw them at me, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.